This is the Affirm America podcast, where we stand up and speak out affirming American excellence. Coming to you deep in the heart of the Midwest, located in an undisclosed log cabin on the outskirts of town, your host, Marquis Vandemark. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Affirm America podcast. I'm your host, Marquis Vandemark. Winter came back here in uh, the Midwest. We had uh, chilly weather. So I think we're going to get a little frost tonight. We went from 80s down into the 50s today. Typical spring weather. Thanks for joining us today on the Firm America podcast. I'm your host, Marquis Vandemark. If you have not subscribed yet to our podcast channel, you can go to affirmamerica.com. Put in your email address. We'll notify you when a new episode comes out. You can also reach me at uh, marquis at affirmamerica.com. That's M-A-R-Q-U-I-S at affirmamerica.com. All right, let's get into the news. The top five headlines for Tuesday, April 26, 2022. Number five, Supreme Court hears the case on high school football coach fired for praying after games. The U.S. Supreme Court seemed ready during oral arguments Monday to side with a high school coach who was fired for praying at the 50-yard line after football games, although the expanse of the court's decision was less than certain. The school district didn't learn of Kennedy's practice until 2015, and it told him then that he needed to stop praying with students or engaging in overtly religious activity while still on duty as a coach. After Kennedy continued to pray on the field, he was placed on paid leave. Coach Joseph Kennedy said, Two days after my last postgame prayer, the school suspended me, even though it acknowledged there was no evidence that students have been directly coerced to pray with me and that I had complied with its directives not to intentionally involve students. The school then gave me the first negative evaluation in my file, adding, do not rehire. I was fired for taking a knee in prayer for my, by myself at the 50-yard line for 15 to 30 seconds after high school football games. Unless the U.S. Supreme Court rules in my favor, teachers could be fired for praying over their lunch in the cafeteria if students can see them. That doesn't seem like the Constitution I fought for in the Marine Corps. Attorney Lori Windham said Americans express their faith in public all the time. Muslims, Sikhs grow beards, Catholics wear crucifixes, and Orthodox Jews wear hamakas. Should those religious expressions be banned from public schools? Of course not. So again, this is uh, very typical of the left and how far our country has strayed from the original constitution that our founding fathers set up. Religious freedom was one of our most treasured values that our founding fathers, when they deliberated in drafting the constitution of the United States. In England, under King George, they were persecuted for their religious faith. In fact, even martyred and killed 
So we don't want to see that here in the greatest nation on God's green earth. So unfortunately, this is where we are, where once we took out prayer in schools back in the 60s, it's been a downward spiral since then. And now it's to the point where it's extreme. Let us continue this fight for religious freedom. Stand up, speak out in any circumstance that you see in your own communities and local areas. All right. Headline number four, Republican signed letter to the DHS secretary questioning his ability to do his job due to the border crisis. More than 50 House Republicans sent a letter to Department of Homeland Security Secretary Elanjo Mayorkas on Monday questioning his leadership over the growing border crisis along the nation's southern border. The letter was led by Border Security Caucus co-chair Brian Babin, Republican from Texas, and Republican Study Committee Chair Jim Banks, Republican out of Indiana. The letter to Secretary Mayorkas, your actions have willingly endangered American citizens, undermined the rule of law, and our nation's sovereignty. Your failure to secure the border and enforce the laws passed by Congress raise grave questions about your suitability for office. Finally, the Republicans have got some guts to stand up and speak out about what's happening on our southern border. This um, Department of Homeland Security leader, Mayorkas, is a joke. He has done absolutely nothing. It's open border policy. Anybody can come across the border. We know it. He knows it. And uh, he has to be removed. No consideration in his term as far as leaving the borders open, and he needs to be removed effective immediately. Headline number three, federal judge temporarily bars Biden from lifting Title 42. Missouri Attorney General Eric Schmidt, a huge victory for border security, National Review. A federal judge in Louisiana has blocked the Biden administration from ending the expulsion of illegal immigrants under Title 42, less than a month before the pandemic-era public health measure was set to end. Drawn from the Public Health Act of 1944, the measure allows the U.S. to summarily expel immigrants who are deemed to pose a risk to public health. During the coronavirus pandemic, it was used by the Trump and Biden administration to remove tens of thousands of illegal immigrants outside the normal deportation process. Schmidt joined 20 other state attorney generals last week in a challenge to the Biden administration after it announced plans to scrap Title 42 on May 23rd. So kudos to the judge down there in Louisiana. We've been talking about Title 42, and that it is ending, and that we can see 10 times the numbers of illegal immigrants coming across the border once that is removed. And so finally, we're seeing some action moving in the right way. So again, if you have not contacted your representatives, you want to do that. We want to continue to put pressure on our representatives. And again, you can call the Senate switchboard at 202-224-3121 and voice your opinion. Again, that telephone number is 
to one, give those guys an earful so that we can continue to fight what's happening on our southern border. All right, headline number two. Left melts down over Elon Musk buying Twitter. Leftists and mainstream media reacted exactly how you'd think at the news of Elon Musk purchasing Twitter. Washington Free Beacon. Stelter on Elon Musk buying Twitter. If you get invited to something where there are no rules, where there is total freedom for everybody, do you actually want to go to that party or are you going to decide to stay home? New York's Time reporter Charles Blow. Looks like I'm about to say goodbye to Twitter as well. I've been pulling back a bit from social media anyway. This will be just the push I need to go all the way on this app. Some members of the media joined the chorus of those stating they would leave Twitter if Musk bought the site. Well, good riddance to all those leftists that like to censor and don't appreciate free speech. So it cuts both ways, just as big uh, tech was censoring the conservative voices, and now they're opening it up so that anybody can speak their voice. It cuts both ways. We all know through our Constitution, our free speech and our freedoms come from God, not from any big tech oligarch or some elitist in Washington. So the fact that the left is melting down over the purchase of Twitter just tells us that we were right all along. Their censorship was intentional because that's how they control the narrative. And that's what socialists and communists want to do. They want to control the narrative, the story. Even Barack Obama came out at Stanford a few days ago, and he said we need to do more censoring, more misinformation censoring, more control of the messaging. So this is socialist tactics. This is communist tactics. And that's not a part of why America was founded. We were founded on free speech, freedom of religion. We need to continue to fight for those freedoms because they're always at risk. Okay, headline number one. Elon Musk buys Twitter for $44 billion. Twitter Incorporated on Monday accepted Elon Musk's bid to take over the company, which would give the world's richest man control over the social media network, where he is also among its most influential users. The $44 billion deal marks the close of a dramatic courtship and a change of heart at Twitter, where many executives and board members initially opposed Mr. Musk's takeover approach. The two sides worked through the night to hash out a deal in which Mr. Musk plans to take Twitter private. Mr. Musk will bring his commitment to a more hands-off approach on speech to a company that has struggled to reconcile freewheeling conversation with content that appeals to advertisers. Elon Musk, I hope that even my worst critics remain on Twitter because that is what freedom of speech means. Elon Musk has a long track record of being very much in favor of free speech and believing that it is essential to any type of representative government. And so I think that he is a good actor here. So kudos to Elon Musk. He was able to purchase Twitter and hopefully 
put that company back on track. But again, the big story is not so much that he is correcting a company that's gone astray, but the point is, is that, again, our freedoms do not come from big tech companies. Our free speech comes from God, our creator. That's where our human rights come from, our freedom of speech and expression, our freedoms of religion. All these things come from our creator, not from a government, not from an elite few that have power and control over a corporation or in public office. So the fact that Elon Musk fixed Twitter, that's a good thing. That gives us more free speech. But there's other channels now with Truth Social, Getter, Rumble, and all the alternative voices out there and platforms as a result of big tech censorship. So we're happy to see it. It's good news. And we begin to continue to push back on these woke far leftists and radicals that are trying to undermine our country. Okay, that's your top five for today on this Tuesday, April 26, 2022. Hope you have a great rest of your day. God bless you. We'll see you next time. This is the Affirm America podcast with your host, Marquis Vandemark. And let's never forget, America is great and we affirm it. 